surf fishing is always kind of that fun one we always talk about, right? Because, I mean, this is a surf fishing podcast. But have you ever done surf fishing with just straight lures? Or have you ever seen anybody do it with that? Well, this week we're talking to Josh York, one of the very few anglers that I know that throws lures consistently in the surf. And it's one of the few guys that I've definitely said, hey, I need to see how you do this because I suck at this. So stick around. It's going to be a really good show. You're listening to Finding Demo Surf Fishing. Oh yeah, it's going to be another good one this week. Welcome back, everybody. This week, like I said, we're talking to Josh York. He's uh, going to be on YouTube. You're going to find him at Not Your Average Catch, and that's not with a K, K-N-O-T, Your Average Catch, with a K, K-A-T-C-H. And then you're going to be able to reach out to him at Gmail. That's going to be kayak, K-Y-A-K, dot josh at gmail.com. So we're going to really dig into a bunch of stuff here, one of them primarily being uh, what he does with lures and in the surf, which is really amazing. If you haven't seen it yet, um, if you're part of Panhandle Surf Fishing Group, you can really see a lot of his great catches there, and there's going to be a lot of cool information on that. So without further ado, Josh, welcome to the show. Appreciate you coming on, man. Hey, thanks for having me, Brian. Yeah, you're a busy man, so I, I appreciate any 10 minutes I can get with you, and I will happily take what I can. So we're going to pound into this because I know you're busy. I know you got to get back to work. So um, let's dive right in. You're going to be doing YouTube real soon. Uh, you're just getting started. Is that correct? I am. Yeah. I uh, I was able to secure my domain name and uh, and my my Google domain uh, through YouTube and, and both uh, Gmail and uh, on Google. Um went ahead and got the GoPros and I've just been, uh, putting as much footage together as I can. I'd like to have, you know, like anybody, I'd like to have a few months, uh, backlogged before I go ahead and launch. And then, you know, all of a sudden the holidays came up and, you know, I, uh, I'm a bartender as well by trade. So that's a, a busy, busy time right now. So I'm just trying to get to the point where I can comfortably launch the YouTube channel and still be able to consistently get out and put out new videos uh, on a hopefully two to three day a week basis uh, uh, to start and then just go from there. Yeah, man. And it's going to be good because like I've alluded to um, and the primary focus, uh, I've seen you do some crazy things in the surf from your your posts um we have not we've unfortunately not fished together we've seen each other just recently thankfully i was glad to see you it was like oh cool it's good to see your face um yeah absolutely but it was you know i mean i'm looking forward to going out there and then the things that i've seen you post and i've heard from other anglers talking about how you walk in the surf and cast uh and still just crushing fish with lures is something that i just i find amazing because it's not something you see it on a normal basis kind of with us, with a lot of the surf fishermen, you got the, you know, the occasional throw of one or two, but more often than not, it's set rigs. So that's really, this is going to be fun. So let's, let's back it up. Let's go into the history a little bit. What got you into surf fishing? Well, I, uh, I've been the last, spent the last 10 years in, in Key West and there, there's not any surf fishing down there. You know, it's, uh, you're out in the flats, you're by kayak, you're by boat, you're, you know, getting into that deep water or in, or real skinny water, 
depending on which side of the islands you're on. And uh, I moved up to this area, and I'd never really done much surf fishing, and and uh, I so just started experimenting and watching other YouTubers uh, out there. You know, I'll throw some names out there like Bama Beach Bum and and uh, uh, Angler Up with Brant and Bearded Brad and some of these guys that uh, like to uh, go out and throw these lures, and you know that's. Uh, throwing lures is my thing you know i i just it's one it's the ease of being able to walk out on the beach with one pole a few few lures in my backpack and be able to just walk and watch the beach and instead of dragging out my whole cart with set rigs and you know 100 pounds of gear it's more about the freedom to me uh to be able to cover a lot of water and look for those blow-ups and and the watching the birds and and just uh, different rips and things like that and I, I think that's the biggest thing is the freedom. That's awesome, man. You've also told me something that I I, I find amazing because you uh, when you walk out there, you're not just going out straight out. You've told me before you it's routine for you to walk in the mile distance in the water down the shore. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes more. I mean, I, I spend most of the day in the water, granted, weather permitting. Right. <laughs> right now, <laughs> yeah. it is uh, getting a bit cold for me. Yeah, that'll, but, uh, that'll, that'll get you really on the, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I like, I, I really enjoy getting out and, and walking the first sandbar. Uh, it allows me, you know, because I do have my tackle on my backpack, and then I can cast both sides. I mean, if I see something in the trough, I can cast at it. If I, if I see something schooling just beyond the first bar in between, you know, before the second, I can cast on that with, with no worries. And I like to fish, uh, smaller gear. Uh, you know, I, I throw a seven, six, uh, St. Croix with a, um, 4,500 and, and, I catch monster fish on, on this, uh, smaller gear, but able to throw on either side. And by ladies and gentlemen, when you're hearing him say monster fish, what was the big one you caught this year? What was the biggest? Cause I know, I, I know I've seen it, but I don't want to tell, I don't want to say it. What was the biggest you got this year? Uh, uh, the biggest this year was 42, uh, 42 inch red, <laughs> um, monster too. It was beautiful. Lots, uh, you know, quite a few of them, definitely over the 30 mark. Uh, I did have, uh, uh, one day where I I hit 31, 37, and 42 in three casts, which was a fantastic day. So were, um, were you sight casting those? I never did get to ask you that. I was not sight casting. I go out, uh, my favorite time of day is I go out under the cover of dark and start fishing right as the sun is coming up. And uh, I'll walk these channels, uh, you know, the on the to the sandbar. You know, I'll avoid the, the stingrays and, and sharks and whatnot. But once I'm out there, you know, I'm in that skinny water, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, four or five inches, but, um, I'm casting on both sides. And, uh, it's one of the greatest things in the world is watching one of these great big reds come directly towards you and tear up a topwater bait. It's a spectacular feeling. Oh man, that's gotta be a rush seeing that splash and then the bend like, oh yeah, here we go. 
man. Yep. Then the biggest thing is getting them to you before uh, before the tax man does. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I honestly thought that you were always sight casting. I never realized that you um you weren't always doing that. That that's a really cool I, sign. I do some of I, I do some. I, you know, I'm not going to say I'm not looking for them. Right. But uh, most of the time that I'm I'm starting my casting, uh, you know, it's still dark enough that I'm I'm throwing these you know top water, you know either poppers or I'm throwing, uh, you know a, a spook or I'm throwing you know I, I I throw a lot of big big lures. I I tend to go overboard when it's still dark out, you know, and then uh, I'll ease up from there. You know, once the bite's done, I'll switch over to something else you know yeah so the big ones are kind of the big poppers and things like that are kind of a a really good tool for you what you're doing it it, that's more of your preference tool is that right they make a lot of noise they uh you know especially if they've got a a couple rattles in them um and you know i i grew up bass fishing and you know my go-to baits up there uh, in southern indiana were fishing bass with hula poppers and jitterbugs. So I'm kind of mimicking these same techniques down here, you know? It makes sense. I mean, one of the big things I always say in every episode is always, you know, hey, you're going to take something that you've learned before and you're going to incorporate it into this, and it sounds exactly what you did, and it's really working out quite well for you. So... I don't see how, I mean, I, I never really thought to do it that way. I've always thought, you know, hey, I'm going to throw a top water and try pop, pop, pause, pop, pop, pause, you know, nice and retrieving. But that makes a lot of sense to go that route. So do you have, like, when you're throwing top water, do you have, or any of the poppers, do you have a preferred method? I like to make as much noise as possible when it's before that light comes up. Okay. Just really irritate the water. I mean, I'm, I'm putting a lot of heat on that popper and, uh, and really relying on, you know, I use a generally a, a pretty long lead, um, you know, because I'm throwing braid, but I like the the stretch of the floral. Um, you know, I I put a four to six foot lead on there just so it gets that stretch, and I can just I yank as hard as I can and just make that splash, and and it it seems to work for me. It sounds like it, and I think. I think it's brilliant too what you're talking about. When you're walking on the bar, you do have the deep side and you've got the shallow. You got the right and the left. You 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 can target still all the same zones. Whereas from the surf side or from the shore side, you can still do it, but it's a little bit more of a challenge. And with you walking out there, you're you're really taking that one problem kind of out of the equation. It's like, nah, I can reach it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you can throw a hundred yards from shore, just imagine what you can do from the bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, I'll admit I'm a little scared to walk the bar. Um, that's just Navarre, but I mean, you're also what? What you're six 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 five six six? I'm six five. Yeah. Six five. So I mean, you you got me by about a good six inches. <laughs> so you got a little bit more clearance than I do, but it's still uh, you, you're very. You've told me you're very comfortable in the water. It's not you know you've never had an instant where you're worried about you know. Something coming up and messing with you. you. You shuffle along the way to keep I, the stingrays out of the way. I had a couple. I've had oh, a couple did you? instances oh. where, oh, really? oh yeah, I, I've I've been stalked a couple times. Uh, uh, actually, here in in Destin, Okaloosa Island, I uh, I like to walk towards the West Jetties, and uh, I've had a couple instances where I've had 
you know, 30 plus inch reds on, on the end of my line and, and, uh, you know, eight to 12 foot sharks just, they want my fish more than I need it. So, uh, when you're, when you're within yards of the shark, but you're still 50 yards from shore, that can get a little nerve wracking every once in a while, but, uh, um, but for the most part, they're they're not there for me. They're there for the fish. So <laughs> I'm all over here looking at my wall, and I'm all like, no, 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 no. On the land, I'm the apex <laughs> predator in the water. I'm somebody's lunch. But dude, that's I'm sure that was intense. I mean, that that's a hell of a rush right there. I'm, I, I can only imagine. Oh, it is absolutely. It just makes it more fun. There you go. <laughs> so let's <laughs> let's talk about some of the future stuff. I mean, you, you've really given some good info here, info for us, uh, definitely to utilize. You know, going with the top water, uh, making a lot of noise. If you're going to walk out there, you know, walk on the bar, do the shuffle, pay attention to your area, and, and lighter tackle. I mean, a seven foot mojo uh, or Saint Croix, not a mojo. I'm sorry. Um, real different in the game of surf fishing, but you're out there and you've definitely given me something to think like, okay. Maybe I can play with this in the later spring when the water finally is not, you know, cold. Um, but you, one last thing on that one is you've caught just about everything. You've caught reds, black drum, pomps, um, Spanish, blues. I know I'm missing something. You've caught some other fish, too, with this. Oh, I'm all over the board. I've brought in, you know, four to five foot black tips and spinners and, and uh you know, run the gamut with sharks. I've hooked up to some of the big hammerheads on, you know, but granted my, my leader material, just you watch a, you know, $15 bait go bye. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've got some fun stuff in the surf doing, doing it this way. And, uh, um, you know, even I haven't caught any top water pump. That's uh that's something that I'm questioning and uh, I'm not real sure how to go about that, but that would be awesome. That would be cool. I mean, I'd love to see how you do it. Cause I know that a lot of times the pump ones for lures, I'm always hearing the, what is it? The goofy jigs, um, you know, pouncing them off the bottom and pulling them in that way. And I know top water is really cool for a lot of the other species, but yeah, you know, I'm going to have to reach out to some people and ask, Hey, have you ever caught a pomp on a top water and see what they've come up with? That'd be kind of fun to find I out. I do know a couple of guys that have done it, uh, with fly rod. So, I mean, it, it, it can be done. I've just got to figure it out with the spinning tackle. So. A fly rod, man. Fly fishing's a whole new gambit that I never thought you could do in the surf. I mean, that's, I always thought that just, you know, the salmon thing in the backwater, but I'm seeing it more and more on the beach. I'm seeing more people go out with fly yep. rods. Yep, absolutely. Is that something you might try to do soon? I am not a fly fisherman. I, I have <laughs> owned fly rods. <laughs> we'll put it that way. I have owned them and then disowned them. <laughs> How quickly the turn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I get that. All right. So the cool thing, you're about to be starting up. Um, you're going to be starting your own guide service and, and charter. Uh, and dude, that's yes, awesome. I think it's great. Uh, I'm very excited for you on this it's very much so because I know how good you are at fishing. So a lot of people are going to be hooked up. Uh, what made you want to take that step though? Well, um, you know, I, 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 I fish, you know, a lot of times five, six days a week. I mean, uh, you know, I, I moved up to this area and it's a, a unique area where you have bay fishing you can i can take people out on the kayaks we can go beach fishing we can go offshore we can you know, i mean 
the the possibilities are are all over the board here you know i mean even just uh you know dropping for sheep's head or or i mean you name it there's so many different types of fishing right here that uh um and i do love fishing from my kayak so um it's yeah, fair and uh so i just uh i decided that hey i'm gonna i see these guys doing it and why can't i you know it's uh something that that i've had in the back of my mind for a long time I, you know years ago I, I did some commercial fishing i've i've always worked for someone else you know and uh and it's it's due time i i work for myself so I think it's great, man. So you're, I mean, and you're going to do the gambit too. You're going to do surf, inshore, and kayak, right? Yes. Yeah. I've got uh, at the moment. I've got three kayaks. I can take out uh, take out two people with me. I've got uh, plenty of gear. I've got uh, you name it. Um, I don't have the pedal kayaks right now. These are paddle kayaks, but uh, I can get people out in the bay. I can put you on a limited trout and less than an hour i can you know i can put you on some some bayside reds and and uh things of that nature it's uh you know i think i sent you the video actually just a a few weeks ago i accidentally uh was able to to boat a uh five foot uh bull shark from my nine foot kayak that was a experience i didn't know that was an accident though i thought that was on purpose (laughs) No, I, uh, I was like, what are you, I was, you are a bold man. <laughs> I was, that's a funny story. I was actually, uh, I was just, uh, trolling a, a mirror lure and got into a school of ladyfish and one of them unfortunately was gut hooked. So I just, uh, sent him back out on a five ot and a, a grass spot that I, I like to fish for uh redfish. And, uh, just here bayside and the Shalimar side of the bay and uh Choctahatchee and and lo and behold my pole doubled over and about 45 minutes later I became the bobber uh, at that point and <laughs> uh, this oh, fish uh, drug me about uh, three quarters of a mile and uh for the last 20 minutes just spun circles underneath my kayak and I was actually able to get a clean release on him I uh it was it was one of the spookiest things I've done in a while. I'll tell you that. How long was it before you realized? All right, this isn't a red. Oh, about forty five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> when that pole was bending over at almost ninety, like oh, oh my don't goodness. break. Oh, let's loosen oh, yeah. this. And one. here's the beauty. I it was a fifteen pound test. Oh <laughs> man, that's insane. It was a 30-pound lead, but 15-pound test. It was just a, a perfect uh, circle hook right in the corner and uh, just kept the line away from him. He never uh, was able to tail whip it and, and cut the line and kept him out of any structure, and he just pulled me around the bay. Way to go, man. None of that yeah. is easy right there, that's for sure. It's funny, too, because it's something that you hear a lot. You know, People are like, oh, I caught this on you know such light tackle. But it's when you're playing the light tackle game, it's really about playing smartly. It, you know, it's manip- drag manipulation. All right, you're going to run. Go ahead, run. Yeah, I got you. I can control this. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's uh, there were a couple time. times where I just released the bail. I, you know, I didn't even play the drag game. I just, I just let him go for a minute. Wow. Yeah. 
I've never done that. I've never even thought to open a bail. Like, all right, go for it. I'll catch you. Yeah. I'll catch up to you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and you did with 15 pound yep. test. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty impressive. I, I think I sent you multiple of the videos. There are quite a few. I was, you know, not only holding him, but trying to record with my phone at this point, I didn't even have my GoPro with me. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I just kind of talked him in, I guess fish whispered him i guess <laughs> i'll buy that hey i i honestly believe you do have a little bit of fish whispering power because yeah like i said you you routinely bring in really impressive fish and it, it's in a, just a way that i never would have expected it's like man the guy's out there walking for a mile and he's he's just crushing fish on the left and right side because I, I mean i see plenty of people doing the long walk down the beach you know just throwing in you know their sight cast and they're nailing pompano and other fish like that but you being out on the bar, you're. I think you're the only person I've really ever talked to that's really done it that way. Normally, everybody's on the on the sand. Yeah, yeah I guess See, so. I've never understood that side of it. <laughs> Why doesn't everybody <laughs> else go out there? It's probably, I mean, for me, I'll admit it. I'm uh, I'm scared, but uh, <laughs> I shouldn't be. I mean, it's just water. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's you've definitely shown me that it's a, especially on a real clear day where you can see stuff. It's there's really nothing to it. It's just all right, I'm going for a walk, and I'm just going to fish. I mean, Correct. I think the hardest part in my brain, and this is the part of the puzzle that I can never put together, is you know, you, it's easy on the surf when when you get them up on the sand, you can grab them, lift them, you know, unhook, and you're like, hey, cool, all right, and then the nice gentle release out into the water. Yeah, go back, we'll catch you next time. Uh, but when you're out there, I mean, you're still in, you know, what knee deep, waist deep water. You're doing the pickup. All right, I got you. It's fresh out. They're they're pretty. They're still kind of green, but not fully gassed and you can still break it free. Is it kind of like that when you're out there, or how does that work for you? A little bit. It, you almost get a little bit of an advantage because if you're bringing them in from shore, you are having to fight not only the first bar usually, but you're also having to fight the, the wave break coming up towards the beach. Yeah. If you're already out there on that first bar, you're just bringing them right up to you. You know, if you're, if you're in shin to knee deep water or even or even waist deep water and it's a bigger fish i will start backing it up you know if it's a bigger fish i'll start backing up towards the beach as i'm pulling them out right uh you know down through the trough and then and then i'm able to to wear them out a little bit more as i'm fighting the fish you know and backing up at the same time um and that gives you a little bit of freedom to fight the fish a little bit longer um which in turn, you know, obviously wears them out. So uh, once you've got them to the beach, you know, you, I mean, you're there. I mean, the right. game's over at that point. So right. okay. So, <clears throat> so it's, I mean, either way, you can kind of play it out. But it's all, it's all kind of a judgment call on what you see, what you're working with. So it make okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, if it's a if it's a pump or a, a smaller, you know, a, a trout or uh, something like that, you know, I'll just bring them right up to me. If it, if yeah. I've got a you know, if I've got a big bull on the, on the end, bull red, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll definitely walk him up to shore, but. Yeah. That's going to be a fun pickup anyway. So that makes sense. And trout. For yeah. The and surf, then that, oh, I love that. And then you're going to have to, you know, have somewhere to sit your pole to get the clean release and, and, you know, let them, uh, recover a little bit anyways. So, um, so getting them to shore, you know, can be beneficial. Makes sense. 
So with your YouTube channel, and that's going to be not your average catch, that's not K-N-O-T-Y-O-U-R-A-V-E-R-A-G-E-K-A-T-C-H. There you go. And if you guys are catching on that, the abbreviation is Kayak, K-Y-A-K. Which is brilliant. Yep, because <laughs> it ties in so I, uh, brilliantly. I haven't, uh, I haven't uh, launched anything yet, but uh, we are getting real close. Yes, sir. Uh, you're going to have a nice twist, though, to your YouTube channel. It's not just about fishing. You're adding another element. Tell us about it. That's correct. I, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time down in Key West. I lived down there for ten years, and uh, uh, I've worked in the the bar and restaurant industry pretty much all my life. Uh, over the last 25 plus years and uh, have had the benefit to meet and become very good friends with a lot of very incredible musicians that uh, a lot of uh, a lot of the guys from and gals from the Nashville um, area, uh, a lot of guys from South Carolina. And what it boils down to is a lot of my friends not only put out great music, but they also like to fish. Nice. So, so this kind of worked hand in hand as I came up with the idea for my, my channel. Um, I didn't like the fact that adding music to a YouTube channel, you're kind of limited without paying ASCAP fees or paying, um, you know, to get the rights yeah. to, uh, the, these songs. So I went right to the source and just started calling all my buddies and saying, hey, if I can use some of your music on my channel, how about you come fishing with me and, you know, next time you're getting ready to go on tour or you're going to release a new album or, or what have you, you know. I said, you come up and or down, whichever area you're from, I'll take you fishing and we'll go out, you'll catch fish, and then on the channel you'll get to uh, tell about your whatever's going on in, in your world. And uh, I I called about 20 people in one day and had about 17 responses in the positive. So, nice. Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to not only getting to see some of my good friends to but and taking them fishing, but uh, – We'll we'll incorporate some of their music on the on the channel. We'll show some of their, you know, live shows. We'll we'll we're gonna we're gonna add a little bit of entertainment value, which I I think will kind of set the the channel, you know, apart from some of the other, you know, five to seven minute uh, videos. I I don't plan on doing real long videos, but uh, but you know, given given them their due time and to be able to get get their message out as well so yeah that's gonna be great i mean in the music industry i mean i've never been a part of it because i'm not that talented but i mean I, from what i've ever heard of the ones that i've ever you know they always talk about how hard it is to break through and then once you're in it's it's a whole gambit of fighting but i mean, I think that's great not to mention you get friend time but we're gonna get some good no, music absolutely. out of the deal and i'm excited for that yeah absolutely <laughs> All right, so let's wrap this one up. I always like to ask this question in the end here, because um, like I said, I know you got to get back to doing what you're doing. Uh, when it comes to new anglers, uh, especially coming down here um, in that zone, what do you wish a new angler uh, would know before actually starting to fish here? Before starting to fish here, I, I would 
I would want them to do a little bit of research. Watch some, get on YouTube, you know, watch some of the different uh, people from from the local area where it, it doesn't matter if you're coming here or you're going to, uh, you know, the east coast of Florida, it doesn't matter where. But see what kind of fishing is available and what is best going to suit you. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but if you can't swim, you probably shouldn't be out kayak fishing. You know, I mean, it's a, that's fair. It just, you know, find something that's going to suit you. If you want a family outing, a beach trip is going to be great. You know, if you've got kids, let's do that. If you want to, if you're comfortable in the water and you're comfortable on a kayak, let's go do that. If you've got experience with a specific type of fish, let's go do that. You know, or, you know, it, just do a little bit of research and always have your uh, go ahead and get your your fishing license before we get to the fishing spot. Yeah. <laughs> I like to I like to put that one out there. Yeah, FWC you know? doesn't like it when you fish without a license. Correct, well, and then and you're going to be interrupting your own charter or your guide service by me having to walk you through online getting your license you know i mean it's just eating up time go ahead and get that out of the way you know before we go out that makes absolute sense and uh for your services you're going to be taking care of the destin fort walton beach okaloosa island area is that correct correct yeah um and then on kayaks we can uh we can do the bay um i don't mind traveling a little bit you know I, i i like i mean this is a big bay you know, we yeah, can, it is. We can go all over the place. So, uh, just depends on what kind of fishing you want to do. Um, we can make something happen. That's outstanding, Josh. Thank you so much, man. I really, again, I really appreciate your time and the knowledge you gave out today. I mean, just it was perfect. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And I can't wait to see you, man. I know I'm going to come over there, and I'll get out there and finally fish with you. And you know, I'll man up and I'll walk the water. And next time I'm in Navarre, I'm definitely going to hit you up. Like I said, I was there the other day, but, uh, but, uh, I was with a, with a group that had already, um, paid me. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that kind of takes priority there, but yeah, man, call me up anytime. All right, Josh, well, uh, I'll let you get back to work there and, uh, we'll be talking soon. I appreciate you do good. All right. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That was Josh. He, uh, like I said, you can get him on Gmail at kayak.josh at gmail.com. That's K-Y-A-K. And on YouTube, it's Not Your Average Catch. Lots of good information in here. So stay tuned uh, for next week. We're going to have some more great information for you. It's all about knowledge and making things better. That's all we really want for you. So like, subscribe, share this with somebody because it's going to help someone become a better angler. It absolutely will. Appreciate you. Looking forward to talking to you next time. You've been listening to Finding Demo Surfishing. We'll see you. Thank <laughs> you.